ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. Ain't, ain't no, no problem. problem. <laughs> hey, hey, even though he changed on the mic, yeah. <laughs> the weekend. <laughs> oh my days. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Did you did you see the Insta story? <laughs> Bruv, I had to hit back straight away. Can't try and damage me. No, no, no. Like Let that. me tell the story. Hey, <laughs> can't damage me. Like so we've that. gone out of the sticks, obviously, to a to a networking event. I'll yes. just say this was networking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He done he done the H thing. Yeah. He hit me up and he was like motive yeah. question mark. <laughs> now we where, where we were. I was like, we're so far we had to going. make our night count. Yeah, man. Like, like, unless you got a sleeping bag. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Are they up for that? He wanted us to stay in that, but I'm just, I had other plans on that. I hear that. But we get there. I don't have any options with H, innit? It's like, it's either Wine, Henny, or Ray Nephew. Ask me which one I picked. Ah, the latter. Where did you pick? Of course I picked the Ray. Van just looked at me like, mm, it's going to be a long night. Nah, because nah, the way man was pouring the Ray, I had to get footage. I was like, nah. It's been a tough week for folks still. Because <laughs> you know when you're pouring the Ray, yeah? And like, he's not even pushing the bottle away. He's just pouring. And I'm like, yo, like, man was pouring it irresponsibly. I was like, it's all right. <laughs> There's bare food. He can soak that up. He can soak that up. And he did. Man was hoovering them wings like Henry, you know. Mad. <laughs> Meanwhile, I went really hungry. I went really hungry. I was just chilling. He's a fucking liar, bro. I was just chilling. I had a, I had a couple wings. A couple? A I, couple. Was, I had about at least 18 wings. <laughs> Minimum, <laughs> but I I saw Vaz hey, in the kitchen about three or four times. Chicken at the end of the night, you know that's how much wings he yeah, had. It was. I, I drank so much ray. I was pouring so much ray. Sorry, and you know when like you've not had any food and you can feel the ray swimming about everywhere, every vital organ, everything. I was like, yeah, I need to eat. I said, I'm just gonna. That's how you know how potent ray is. I will no game. You can feel it in the insides. From but, the yeah. story, you'd think that by the end of the night, I would be the one sleeping. But lo and behold, it weren't me. It was this man. <laughs> Listen, man. Mid conversation on the train. Busy We're talking about politics. <laughs> I'm switching Pro- off. Hey, bruv, imagine yeah, stuff. Bruv, coming back from a motive, yeah? Bear drink flowing, party setting, games night. These Donnies want to be on the train talk about politics. I'm out, cuz. Tapping out. So about I'm proper gone. serious black issues, where we are as a people. Look over all the heads. I said, brother, big one, come on. And the worst thing, that he had his glasses on, so he knew to take his shades off and put them in his pocket. Yeah, yeah. And he fell asleep. Yeah, because that brother, I was going somewhere. That's strategic. And I get indoors and I see another snap. Yeah, foes tried to get me, but I'm back. I'm rejuvenated. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't see any other snaps after that, so that could have been just when I woke up. <laughs> Listen, man, I went to. Um, you know what enticed me? Yeah, because I was actually mad tired. Yeah, I wanted to go home, but what enticed me yeah, is my boy. He called me and he was like. Do you want to go to this rave, R&B versus reggaeton? And I was like, what? <laughs> Hella waste movement in there. Trey Songs versus Daddy Yankee and that. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, all right, cool, let me go. I went there, I got there now, and it is Ram. The ratio was mad. I'm seeing more Latinas than I've ever seen in London in one place. Is that where they're hidden? I was like, yo, like, they're all in this, in this little fucking <laughs> hub. What's going on? And the venue was like underneath one tunnel. I was like, yeah, this is some secret society for all the Latinos. So, yeah, man, I went in there. And then as time was going on, I was like, why did I even come here? <laughs> Bruv, I had no interest. The music. It wasn't even that. 
they were playing bangers. Even the reggaeton tunes were bangers, and I didn't even know it. I was like, yeah, this is a banger store. I might have to pull out the phone to sh- sh- um, Shazam. Mid-rave at that. Mid-rave. But I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm tapping out. I'm falling asleep. I'm tired. My boy's like, oh, like, yeah, meet this one, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, fam, you're right. And I was like, bruv, I am tired. I was like, let me get you a drink, though. So we went to the bar now. And um, I ordered a drink, innit? So I'm waiting for them to bring the drink back. But as I'm waiting, I'm falling asleep at the bar. How long are you waiting for, bro? Time. Well, five minutes. But five minutes is a long time, innit? <laughs> After bro, you made the order. You're not the right demographic. They ain't trying to serve you first. <laughs> Fuck, they're trying to serve their regulars. They didn't give a shit about you. Bro, hey, Blackie, at the end of the bar. Man is <laughs> falling asleep. And I was like, you know what? When these drinks come, yeah. Uber. I've got to get the Uber. I'm going home. So you order man a drink and then bounced? Yeah. Honourable. Literally bounced. I was like, fam, good to see you. I know it's only been an hour and a half, maybe. <laughs> Tops. Is that it? <laughs> Tops. Nah, as soon as I got inside the venue, I knew it was a mistake. I was like, why did I come? It's your ego, isn't it? He's like, yeah, party's not done for me. <laughs> Big talk as well on the a, on a Instagram. I was like, yeah, Foz tried to get me, but I'm back. This, that, and the other. But... Yeah, no, it was good, man. It was good. Um, I would go again, just on another day in it, because <laughs> that was the because f- that was the third motive that I'd gone to that day. It's got to be the initial motive. Remember last week our episode was summer's done, so I reckon because there's a little bit of good weather. Yeah, I just thought, bruv, I'm I'm milking this Saturday. I were not even expecting it because when I woke up on a Saturday, um, I woke up early, went gym, and whatnot. I was like, right, the weather's kind of nice today. I didn't expect it. Then I went to one brunch thing in East and then I went to Link Falls to go to the Sticks. <laughs> and then after that, I went to this thing in Vauxhall. It was just too much. Right. Too, yeah, too much. I did a tour of London, you know, but hashtag Trust off me. the cuff pod. Come on. We are back. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Yes. The voice you're listening to is Falls Forever. Mr. Vans in the building. And we've got Houdini H in the cut for uh, however long he's going to grace us with his presence. It's been a minute, you know. The H have is upset with me, you know. Listen, they're, they're, I've been getting calls. H, H, H has been missing since the live show. Been missing. MIA, been working hard. How's the studio stuff going? Almost there. All I'm saying that like, we we have to have dibs on a slot. Yeah, let's talk about that right. Let's do let's do family stuff right now. <laughs> <laughs> whilst, whilst we're here. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> big up Granny still. <laughs> so yeah, big man. When the new studio is opening, that what can man get early slot? <laughs> Yeah, first dibs in the dancery, you know, bro. Seven till nine, same day, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same day we record right now, just earlier. Seven till nine, the golden it? slot, you know, bro. We've been fighting for that slot for time, fam. All my life, I had to fight. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, bro. That slot is vital. You know why? Because sometimes it's just peak. It's worse with guests. So for us, it's not even that bad. Yeah, I'll be really frank. Yeah, but yeah. But when yeah. you haven't. So for all our listeners, obviously, we we love when we have episodes in myself and Vans or myself, Vans and H. Mm. Um, but in regards to what we're doing with the podcast, trying to grow and just trying to give you a lot of different types of conversations, we'll reach out to different guests. So it'll be people that we know through. Or they'll reach people. out to us. Or they'll reach out to us as well. Yeah. That's right. All humble brag, humble brag. Come on. Um, but imagine you've not had any interaction with someone ever before, but they're accessible. You get the impression that if you shout them, they'll at least respond whether they can do it or not. And then you go, yeah, not a problem. Love you to come on. Oh, you've, you've seen what you do. Like we've seen you all across the timeline, Instagram, whatever. 
oh, where's your studio base? We'd, we'd go through the whole back and forth. Said, what, so what time? Um, <laughs> 9 to 11. Or AM? Oh, no, no, PM. And all you just see is typing. <laughs> and more typing. You know, bruv, you and know then when... it, And then it closes. <laughs> and it opens. Then I, then I go outside. I'm going to make a phone call. Listen. I'm going to go show up. I'll come back. Still says typing. It's like it's like when you're messaging your mum on WhatsApp and you can see typing for time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's either a prayer or it's a greasing. You did not wash this plate. And then it's just a long <laughs> message. You know something bad's coming. And then the person will eventually hit you back and be like, Oh yeah, unfortunately I can't do that. Or it will be like, yeah, but you know the years like they're saying yeah, and then on the day I'm, I'm just, I always expect bad news in it. I'm just like, it's, they're, they're gonna cancel. I'm prepared, but you're gonna cancel. And I run it today, but we meant to have someone on today, but they were that the rated award, so it will all make sense like when we get that person on. But long story short, man, he's at seven to nine in it. I love that. You see that, man? It's quick, quick and easy, man. That's how you have to do it, man. See that communication? They, they say black men don't talk. We don't show our feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Probably communication easy. is vital. It's key. Bro, so I'm, yeah, I'm luckily learning. we addressed it. Yeah, I'm learning that because obviously, I've had uh, I've had an eventful two weeks. Big moves. Yeah, come on. You know what you're saying? Um, not last week before I was at like, adulting. Finally moved out of parents for the second time. This is the last time, I hope. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I don't know if they have me back. Listen, man, <laughs> I I won't even tolerate that. Yeah, yeah, man. But yeah, I'm I'm proud of you, man. Cheers, man. It's nice, you know. I've been to the crib. Don't worry, by next week they'll be into there. <laughs> <laughs> Rinsing out my dating falls uh, as yard, you know. Hey, Sky, listen, I don't want to mess up any for potential <laughs> deals maybe in the future. I'm just saying, just make sure you're on time. Nah, when big moves, though. Big, big, big moves. Bro, big it's moves. The, the only thing about it is just learning to like really. You learn everything about the other person that you're living with. Mm. So now it's like, Facts. rah, you like you shit that many times in a day, or like, like, what's what's wrong with you? Rah, you went straight no, into the, the gory truth, bits because everything else is casual. Like, oh yeah, yeah you lift. You like, yeah, because everyone looks at the pros mm. and not the cons, isn't it? Yeah. So what you need to learn is that not everything's going to be rosy every day. And now it's like I'm going to see your face every day, mm. and that's a pro and a con. Yeah, 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 most definitely. Because yeah. sometimes like come out my face, isn't it? <laughs> Come out! I need my space. I need my space. <laughs> nah, but it's it's dope. It's fucking expensive though. That's why you were pouring that much raid that day. I was like, yeah, it's been a tough week. <laughs> hey, if you if you know I've been going through financially, spiritually, emotionally, every every, every I was e. like, brother, just call me in it. Like, yeah. If you need, just call me. <laughs> yeah, you better keep saying that if I reach out. When I reach out, boy. <laughs> Later, hey, when, I, when I reach out for that that big to be fair you've you held me down I won't say what it for but yeah, I appreciate you my G it's all good you've definitely Come held on. me down this month it's family thing but there's lots of stuff to discuss today's yes. uh, well today's Thursday technically if you're listening to us yeah um, rated awards yeah man will be airing officially on Friday but it's been streamed via on, YouTube via YouTube That's a, we're in an internet era yeah which is what we're watching right now in the studio yeah. funny enough it's a lot better this year. Yeah, man. It looks... Um, I think it's a bigger venue. I think last year was at the Roundhouse in Camden. Okay. Now it's at the Apollo, which is a bigger venue. Historic. Historic, legendary venue. I've seen some of my favourite artists in that venue as well. So, um, yeah, man. I'm, I'm very happy at what they've done with it, man. It looks proper. It looks proper. Just looking at it now. Could this potentially come here? Have you got like a bona fide rival for the Mobile Awards now? I think yeah. so, yeah. I think so. Um, it's being televised now. Mm. 
which is a, a big step. I was saying earlier, um, when they announced that they were gonna televise it on Channel 4, I would have said just for maximum um, outreach or mm. viewers, it should have been on a Wednesday at like 10 o'clock. Okay. But it's baby steps, isn't it? It's on Friday at 11 o'clock, mm. which is when people generally are out. That's a weird one, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, Come on, Channel 4. One, but Prioritise the black guys. <laughs> Put us in the premiere slot. But big up Channel 4, they're doing moves. Yeah. They're doing they're doing some things. Um, and plus, it was hosted by Moda Comedian, who has a show on Channel 4 now. So it all makes sense, kind of. Yeah, and you've got um, Julia Nuga, who's another popular figure. So can we talk about Julie's dress just quickly? Just yeah, man, just keeping double, it nice and double, cultural double and that. Slit. The gelly and that. Yeah, no, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not worried about the uh, the head attire. All oh, right, right. Just the the thigh meets just out both sides. Like a lamb in that. <laughs> nice. Yeah, man. Uh, listen, Julie's a pengers, so you know we 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 appreciate you in the community. Yeah, man. You know she's doing her thing. Uh, you see that that's the PC. Yeah, man, I don't want to say too much because if I talk, I'll be in big big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> if I speak the only thing that's upsetting I'm watching it right now so <clears throat> Notes has been given song of the year yeah um, with I'm correct um, with AJ Tracy yeah I'm just like mm. no <sighs> alright who who are the nominees I can't even look I can't even remember what I, I even watched I even, I'll quickly go on there on the JRM page, but was it no? He did no. Sorry, he got well. He got song of the year of Ada Tracy, and if I and might, he got artist, artist of the year, of the year as well. Yeah. So okay, song of the year. Mm, he was in a category of B Young, Jumanji, mm-hmm. Big Shaq. Uh, I can't remember the other acts that were in that. Um, Steph had to be in there. She probably would have been in there, but for acts of the year, mm. Steph was in the category. Yeah, you know some other big guys in the category as well. Like I don't Young regret- Bane. Yeah, Young Bane. Who else? Um, who else did we see in there? Honestly, I thought it would have gone to Steph. That's just me being frank. Mm. Um, but she's only really put out a project recently. Yeah. So maybe that was, that's part of the reason why. Yeah, yeah. Nose has been basically touring for the best part of a year. And he's done loads of features within within the scene as well. Yeah. Um, which is also important because I think um, what Rated are doing is, is more, they're focusing more um, on the homegrown talent. Of course. Rather than focus on what we're doing on like across the pond, which is great, what Steph's doing. She looks like she looks like the one, one person that can cross over. Yeah, that can cross over. She's got the look, mm. and obviously, right now, the the whole West Indian vibe thing that they're doing, um, which makes it more the 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 most plausible person to to really fly the flag. But um, yeah, Notes has been very busy. I think in terms of his own songs plus features. Which counts, isn't it? Being quite active, so I'm trying to look, trying to be objective and look. And it's in, initially, as soon as I read his name, I was like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. I was we're, like, "This girl in London, Doomy's yeah, doing yeah. the Suge Knight, <laughs> <laughs> placing a bit, bit of change in Posty's pocket." Yeah, it's a big man. Listen, old that man. Don't worry, yeah, man. man. Come on, because obviously, Bane, Bane's not. Bane is there. Bane is a future star for sure. Yeah, but I don't think he's had um, the same amount of musical output as. Um, no, he hasn't with as of notes. And then as when notes. he has, it's he still has to stand next to someone. So yeah. um depending on what you're listening, or something we've got a lot of listeners in the UK. Um Young Payne's a big artist over here. He's with Diamond Disturbed London, managed by G Fresh, mm-hmm. 
who's quite a lot of us would say quite an intellectual guy and knows what he's doing. Yeah, one hundred. Um, so Young Bane was on. He's got a good relationship with the D Block Europe guys. So yeah. Young Ads, yeah, yeah, LB. They obviously had a tape out all together. Yeah, tape. Um, and that's done well. But then even as big stuff he's done, so Rihanna, Rihanna, Sh- um, Shape of You remix. So it's not he's not really done his thing as of yet per se. Rihanna was was quite big. Then he came out with Room. Yeah. Done a remix with Beanie Man, which was a good look. Don't know if it did what they thought he might have done. What it might have done. He did better um, on a youngin feature, the bestie that charted that mm. done really well. That's for the young girls, you know, that's for that. Yeah, yeah, that yeah young that's, the, that's the pop mm. demographic. Oh which, my god, youngin! <laughs> having Bane on there as well, he you know he he made the song because mm. you know the hook is is the vital thing, right? Of course. So yeah, man, I, I, disturbing London are having a good year. I think yeah. they're having a really good year. And plus, they've got A2 as well. Um, they've got a project coming yeah, out this Friday. This Friday. This Friday so, so listen to this, that project will be out. So go check that out as well. That's an artist we've co-signed. As well, so. Yeah. Show that, show that show at Coco, which is amazing. I was there. Mm. Um, tape will be out this Friday. And that's someone we've co-signed for a long early, time. Yeah, from early. On Off The Cuff from the first days we started. Mm. But yeah, Ready The Woods, listen, do your thing. Post up there in the red velvet blazer. Come on. Yeah. Coming by blazer and that. Fuck off. <laughs> And this is why we won't get no presenting gigs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the unnecessary jokes. And you know what I was about it? I was going to say his head looks like a Malteser, but I wasn't going to say it. But I said but you it anyway. said it, man. You said it. Listen, joke for joke, man. Why not, man? Drop your bars, baby. Listen. <laughs> I said hummingbird blazer. Hey, man, we got to bust jokes sometimes, crush, man. Crush velvet. Hey, some, some of these dons in the scene are too sensitive, man. Sometimes just hold a joke. Hey, speaking of sensitivity, yeah. Obviously, I've had like a mad week, whatever. Missus birthday on Monday, so mm. um, still wanted to have a good time. Yeah, even though we've like had bare financial commitments, because you know you can't let them days like slide. Because you'd be getting slammed in the WhatsApp group, would it? <laughs> <laughs> you never guess what he did. Ah, uh, mate. So I've, I've hit up Mo. He sorted out some uh, some tickets for me for. He's, he's got a comedy night called. Um, it's at Up the Creek Comedy Club. Yeah, in Greenwich. Now, white people, to me, they're the most resilient people ever. Of course. They continually go to these urban comedy shows, mm-hmm. and where do they sit? In the front, on the front row. Because they're the early dons. They're early, bro. The front row, brother. That man get lagging at five p.m. Let's 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 not stereotype and say all <laughs> white people are drunks. It's more three o'clock, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts out to my pub crew. Uh, oh, my geezers. Up. Big them up. Front row, peanuts, <laughs> <laughs> and a, a lager. <laughs> Or even a fucking a brew dog, a, a cheeky beer. Mm. I know comedians, yeah. When they're running out of material, they'll just go, ah, oh, well, where's everyone from? Anyone from South London? Oh, uh, yeah. The typical stuff. Oh, yeah, hold the man them in the corner, the gangsters. Oh, yeah. Big up white people, you right? Don't worry, you be safe, you be safe, you be safe. <laughs> and they just look, they're nervous as shit. But they're having a whale of a time. Hey, listen, man, because you see white people, yeah? They banter themselves. Yeah. So someone else bantering them, it won't be a problem. Mm. Because, like, they. They have they haven't got shame like they're just they're just there casually enjoying yeah. themselves. They're not watching face nothing. They're just there to enjoy themselves, have a good time. Yeah, I don't think going that type of space and having too much of an ego. Yeah, because even me, I was sat like further from the front, and I was still with like good eyeline in the comments. Certain times, man, just <laughs> looking down left, and that. Tell them head to the right. I'm just like, right, baby. Yeah, is... I'm trying to make sure. It, yeah? yeah, no, it was sick. Mm. It was probably sick, and I think the best thing about it, like, I think Mo's really coming to his own. Right, because you know. Um, for a lot of people that don't, obviously, Mo the comedian, big star on Instagram. Yeah. But for us, we've known Mo from prior to that. Yeah. Been Sunday doing stand up for years, 
Sunday show, Edinburgh Festival. Yeah. He's been on, he'd been off the cuff early when he was in LA that yeah, time. Yeah. He went here, came on again, again. Yeah, when yeah. he started bubbling up again. Mm-hmm. And then from then he's gone to another level, consistent sold out shows. If you put something up, like the the show that I went to on Monday, I didn't hit him because it was expensive. I hit him just because tickets went too quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've seen a post on Instagram mm-hmm. two hours later than when he's put it up. So I've just hit him like, yo, can you sort something out for me? Yeah. No problem, I'll put your names down. Come through, they're only a fiver, but like that, they've gone quick. Because mm. the, the the tour is different from like like a, like a cheeky comedy night right? where he comes out, he brings out different comics. Once you have Babatunde come out, um, Darren Griffiths. Is it like, um, is the setup like um, the Live at Apollo thing that comes on BBC? A little bit like that. So you have like a host mm-hmm. who may come out, like kind of warm the up. crowd up. But with his most things, so his warming was it like he warmed them, <laughs> then he warmed them some more. Okay. <laughs> then he cooked them a bit more. <sighs> yeah, because like, he was he was he was doing material up there. But okay, it, was, it came across just a conversation. That's right. the, the the type of comedy I enjoy, and that's like where like that's when been, they're really in their bag. They're really comfortable. They know where they are. Man, just walk around the stage, cash had a yellow jacket on, and that he's like Stone this Island. Thing. He wants to, I don't know if it's Stone Island. Because I know he, he loves a Stone Island. I don't know he if it's Stone Island. But he loves a Stone but I'm not sure if it's Stone Island. Okay. Even he was like, yeah, listen, I'm sweating as well, like cracking jokes on mm. himself. He's sensing the mood in the room and right. knowing when a joke might not hit and then carried on going. Only bad thing, there's a geezer called Jay Foreman. Right. So the one only white comic there on the night. Donnie comes out with a guitar. I'm just looking like, what the hell is going on? He tries a joke, doesn't work. But he just, he, he wouldn't let it go. Really? So he's asked the guy in the crowd, oh, um, I'm going to guess what tube station you started your journey from. And I like, have three guesses. But his routine basically goes into song and it names every single tube station that exists. Man's doing London Underground at the comedy show. So I'm not even going to try and attempt what he did, but man's there strumming guitar. So we would cheer when he, like, when he, when he gets to a stop, mm. thinking it's the end, but he took the cheer as encouragement. <laughs> So he thought he that he was enjoying on. it. So he kept going on. Remember that tune, that um, London Underground tune? London Underground. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man was doing that at a comedy show. Basically that. Uh, and it was that similar type of melody as well. I swear down. Bro, it was so cringe. And it's, there's nothing worse than watching someone bomb and like they're committed because he's still trying to force the joke. And he was like, yeah, that, oh, that didn't work, guys. And he just carried on. At this point, like, could you, was it silent? Could you hear a pin drop? But it was more like, pss, pss, <laughs> Everyone's talking amongst each other. Yeah, that's and the I, worst. I, and I've heard someone go, "Oh shit, I need to go to the toilet." <laughs> <laughs> but they don't want to. They don't want to stand up in case he draws, yeah, yeah, draws yeah. them out. But you, you can't draw them out mid-song. No, that's when the aggression comes out. Because even even when he asks the guy like, "What station did he um, start at?" Mm. and he started guessing, mm. then he asks him again, "Like, big man, just run your joke, man." <sighs> He said, run your job. I was just looking over like, he wasn't even, and he wasn't even one of the road dons. He was just a normal brother in a suit and tie. He was just frustrated. Like, listen, I've come here for the black comics. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> but all in all, Up the Creek Comedy Club on a Monday was dope. Um, I can't even really say too much because Mo's got some big news. Yeah. But if you see it on social media, then you kind of know what I'm talking about. Even though he told us, he, he's not meant to tell us, but told us not to tell anyone. In an era of social media and a room full of people who aren't like, it was probably on someone's snap. Yeah. So if it comes out, it comes I'm out. I'm surprised it ain't on Shadesborough. Right, they get stuff very, very quickly. <laughs> very quick, bruv. The funny thing about Monday night is that, obviously, he had a show mm. in, in London. Obviously, yeah. South London. Same day, Kevin Hart had a show. Oh, yeah, yeah, though, too. And obviously, I wasn't there for that. I don't know if any of our listeners were there. You can tell me if you were there. I've seen quite a few, few people on Snapchat. Precisely. And there's, there's the reason why I bring up and where I'm going with this. Mm. 
I was thinking, wait, hold on. Is it just me? Did I just miss that? Or did the hype die die down or what in, in regards in to regards like a Kevin? Oh, because of the promo, the yeah. lack of promo. Yeah, and then I'm looking, I'm coming I'm coming there today and I'm seeing obviously different murmurings of like how good it was or not. Yeah. And I know that comes with when you get so big that you weren't we don't when you were watching you it was like seriously funny I'm a grown little man till now mm. some some people just they never grow with you mm-hmm. and there'll always be murmurs oh he's not as funny or someone such as right, funny right, right. but when I'm seeing someone like him who's, who has sold, sold out arenas mm-hmm. it's not a joke people saying oh they were getting tickets for like a fiver or deals on Groupon I swear down am I like what are we just the man just broke or is it because we just not finding funny what, what happened what happened to Kevin Um, you know what I think uh I think Kevin Hart is doing all right, but I just don't think he has. No, he's doing more than all right. This, this no, yeah, he's like, yeah, arena. Yeah, I mean, he's doing he's doing very well. I just don't think he has the momentum that he once had in that space. Mm. In regards to who goes to see him, yeah, because I remember there was when the first time I went to see him at the O2. Bruv, it was a roadblock. It was mad. It was madness. I think that was the first time he had done that. Um, so because it was fresh, everyone it was come fresh out. Fresh and obviously he's 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 becoming Kevin Hart in in the UK. Not obviously he's he's very much established in the US, but in the UK he's coming. He's doing his first time at the O at the O two. Yeah. Um, everyone was there, man. Like it was, it was the whole of Twitter was was there. But now I think his audience is um, a lot more universal mm. so that that probably might be the reason why because he's still to my knowledge he sold out the, the arena right yeah yeah so but sold out is subjective because I've been to certain shows they said it was sold, sold out. out yeah that's true and I got that last minute text like oh yeah tickets are such and such and you're sat in a, in a space and you look around it's I not saw, really sold out yeah I saw um, Tiny Temper at O2 once yeah and they were saying it was sold out but when I looked <laughs> up at level 4 yeah. there was just no it was just blocked off. We can see his Undertaker up there. Yeah, just, just <laughs> sting, <laughs> sting up, up there in the nosebleed. Ah, uh, yeah, like um, so yeah, I I don't know, man, but he's he's doing well anyway. You know, he done he done a little sweet moment, brought out his son. I saw on um, people's. Insta do, do you know what it probably is? It's probably the man that I've been cheating. Yeah, just yeah. like listen, I can't go through the ordeal. Of being sat there and he starts talking about cheating. The wife the has to come now. And then the wife just looks at you know your next hot. Mm. Bro, you can't do you why, why would you pay for your own misery? I wouldn't yeah, do that's it. True. Yeah, man, the wife has to come in the jet. Yeah. Ooh, man. Demand them get their own jet. Just me and the <laughs> wifey right now. <laughs> I don't know. If, you, if, you, if you're cheating and you went to the, the Kevin Hart show, then bruv, you don't fear God. Bruv, because the cheating, yeah, just came like fresh after like during the pregnancy. You're alleged cheating as well. Obviously, black men don't cheat in that. So. I feel you. Yeah. I hear that. <laughs> I, wish that. I feel like gender's getting weak now. <laughs> Mid-pregnancy. So, yeah, he had to... And they had just been like... Wasn't wasn't they married for like a couple of months or a year? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying to protect the bag and that. So, <laughs> bring her everywhere. Apology tour, innit? It's the funniest thing ever. Because you see it with like politicians, even on a small scale, with the whole thing happened with Charlemagne. Yeah? yeah. I don't know if anybody noticed. So... When that whole scandal come out about the Spanish fly mm. and the alleged rape from back in the day, the thing is he's actually got cleared for whatever. Right. 
What happens? He has a radio show. Bearing in mind, there's always been, for people that are like podcast fans, people mm-hmm. that are fans of brilliant idiots or who religiously watch um, and listen to The Breakfast Club, yeah. they'll know this thing of like, we like up until recent times, no one knew what Charlemagne's wife yeah. looked like, let alone sounded like. Mm. A day or two after the big scandal online, what happens? Roll out the wife. Yeah, man. On bring radio. Her out. Bring her she, out. She does bring the whole, like, keep out. her foot on his neck. And she says, oh, you just you don't have to talk and communicate. Mm. So she puts it down, to his mistakes down to communication. Now, bearing in mind, we've been following someone like this for years. Yeah. Would you ever thought someone like Charlemagne has a problem with communication yeah. and getting his point across? <clears throat> These times, he's got a talk show. He's got, like, he's on the biggest radio show in America. Yeah. You're a bona fide professional, innit? Now, doesn't mean you can't have slip-ups. Of course. Doesn't mean, but I find it interesting. But that's various, the angle. He's on various different platforms where yeah. he has to communicate. I'm naming like about five. Vlad TV, he's communicating. Um, what was that show that he had on MTV? Yeah, Charlemagne and Friends. He had State of the Union address of him and Duval back in the day. My man, um, the one where my best line was on. Oh, the one we did with and the Jaru clips viral and he goes, yeah, yeah I forgot what that called, but yeah, um, he had that show as well. Yeah, he had that show. Obviously, Breakfast Club. Yeah, he's, he got brilliant idiots as well. And, uh, yeah, he's got brilliant and idiots. And they do live shows. He was he he um he was on a few episodes of Catfish. Yes, Bro, of course. Come on, man. He's done loads of things. Isn't he's it? done loads of things. And you're an author. You're in the second book now. You know as what I well. mean? Second yeah. book, and you and you're talking about you have issues communicating. Yeah. Nah, 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 nah. So you're not buying it. <laughs> but trust me, look it. look for history. Anytime like um big politicians had a scandal, you see it. Mm. Next day their press conference, the poor wife is standing next to him, obviously giving her emotional support. Ah <laughs> oh, mate. Say, yeah, my husband just made a mistake. <laughs> hey, listen, man, protecting the hubby and that, innit? Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, man, you gotta keep them them checks coming bro, somehow. You can't use the wife like a stab proof vest, bro. Uh, hey, bro. <laughs> Yeah, that's true, but listen, by any means necessary, innit? Yeah. Whatever the cause. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta do what you gotta do, man. But other than that, yeah, um <clears throat> you were saying in regards to rated awards, like Steph not being like probably being the one that would break internationally. Yeah. Loki was kinda quiet. I noticed the other day. Skepta. ASAP Rocky. Mm-hmm. Went gold. Praise the, the Lord went gold. Big song. Big song. Um, I'm surprised that it did well over there. Mm. Can't lie to you. I didn't think that it was well received because I didn't really, I mean, I didn't really hear any of like the big outlets talking about Rocky's project like that mm. and, you know, picking that out as the big song. Yeah, but you turn into a fashion nigga. That's what happens. You want to go, you want to yeah, go Saint Tropez and I that and wear and cans and that. Linen um, trousers and that. <laughs> and put your toes in the sand. Signed a deal with DKNY, so I, I, I get it, man. He's always kind of been that that kind of that kind of Donny. And I was saying in one of our episodes back in the day that maybe fashion is something that he always wanted to do. He used music as an avenue, possibly, yeah. possibly. Um, but big song, nonetheless. When I hear it in a club, that, that it yeah. rings off. It and I was coming out today. I had Skepta it. Skepta took it though. He yeah. took it. So he's very much deserving of that getting gold. Yeah. I listened to it again properly today. In the morning on the way to work. Then I was coming home from work. Mm. Then even on the way here tonight. All right, you've been banging it out. Yeah, that's been Kano. on looping that. It's like, this song's sick. Yeah. Bruv, it's a it's a. And then I remember song. the times I've been out over the last couple of months, been out like nights out, mm. had a few drinks. And I've heard, I remember myself hearing a couple like, nah, this, and I, and you know like when you've, you've just started getting drunk, you've not had yeah. too much to drink and you kind of scan the room mm. and I and I see the reaction. I was like, yeah, no, this this song is a bona fide. Yeah, you know, you know when you hear a song, like, um, you can hear the first ten seconds, like how it starts, the instrumental, and then the beat kicks in, yeah. 
you're just like, yeah, this is this is a hit. Mm. This is a hit. And then obviously you hear Skepta come in on a chorus mm. and I'm like, yeah, this is it. Has the right balance. The beats are sick as well. Yep. But he definitely took it. And I think that's the... I like that avenue and that route mm. because it doesn't seem forced. It's authentic. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't. Obviously, because they, like, they've got a relationship they built over the years. Mm. Um, there was a period they felt like ASAP was just living in London, just over there consistently. Yeah. Um, it doesn't sound like he's, he's trying to chase an American sound. Mm. And at the same time, it doesn't sound, without even being too, it doesn't sound like too overly like they were trying to be grime in the UK and bring ASAP into our sound. It yeah. just sounds like good music yeah. and two artists collaborating. Rocky and their that mob, they seem like... They're more open. They're more open to trying new sounds and honing their own sound. Yeah. Because if you look at like um, the first the first ASAP Rocky song that um, I heard, it was a little different. I forgot the name of it. Pesos, I think it was yeah. called. And then he came out with uh, Goldie. All different kind of sounds, you know what I'm, you know what I'm trying to say? And the visuals were different as well visuals at the time. were different. So I was like, yeah, these guys have like really um found their lane and they're gonna be successful. Then I went to see him in concert. Um and I was like, yeah, this is amazing, sick. Like the stage production was cold and it weren't even a big venue. Yeah. But they did what they could with the venue that they were in. Mm. And I was like, yeah, these men are proper. So um yeah man, like that collaboration with Skeptical was perfect for me. It's um it's a huge song. So like I said, I I, I wasn't I wasn't um oh sorry. I wasn't surprised like at the success, but at the same time I was over in the States. Because uh, okay. I thought it was like more received here. I yeah. think like it was catered more to us. But the video was dope as well. Yeah. I thought the video was dope. He shot his part in New York. Skeppy done it in London. Perfect merge. Meeting of the minds, man. Yeah, man. Can't go wrong at all. I'm just yes. looking here, yeah, and like someone said to me something earlier about toxic femininity. I was like, does that shit even, <laughs> does that shit exist? Yeah, it does, definitely does. I mean, do you think so? Yeah, it can do, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Have you got a dictionary definition or are we just going alternative facts this week? Let me know what vibe you're on and I'll let the agenda fly one time. I don't have an exact oh, definition. <laughs> so but you, you can't substantiate still, these claims. Um, listen, man, we can still let the thing go. Innit? Yeah. This is off the cuff. Because perfect segue, the reason I bring it up here, so I, over the years, you know, growing up, we loved Big Brother. I right. used to watch that religiously. I'm from the school of Makosi. I was, that was my era. I used to One love of that the greatest shit. Big Brother contest- ever. contestants ever. Yeah. The most entertaining Shit, love Island bitches. <laughs> Makosi's original queen. Yeah. Now, Celebrity Big Brother, it wasn't always with my cup of tea. I'm like, you lot are just in here trying to chase a check and that. Mm. You're not the real deal. You're not the public. So this year, there's a lady in there. I can't remember what's her name, Roxanne. Yeah. She's an actress. I don't know what's uh, Coronation Street or... I think so, yeah. Yeah? So people might not understand the reference point. Don't just play fighting with her. Nothing Ro- too malicious. Roxanne Pallet. Yeah. Nothing too malicious. You know, like, you just go... You know how you play fight with your sister? Yeah. Growing up? Mm-hmm. You, didn't even, you didn't even lay hands on her. Just like a little playful punch, but like... Ah, and she's like, ah... Oh, but you've not even touched her. And she says, my, oh, the, the vans hit me. No, you didn't. He didn't touch you. Stop trying. <laughs> the van, vans, vans didn't hit you. Yeah. Oh, she was on Emmerdale. She was on Emmerdale. Yeah, Emmerdale. Oh, you can tell I don't watch these soaps. Yeah, that's out in the sticks, cuz. We don't really. So, big hoo ha after all of that. 
goes in the diary room, goes to complain, and tries to paint it like he was abusive, it was domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Man's ruined my experience she, in yeah, the house. She used all these buzzwords as well. Mm. And then the crocodile tears. Yeah. Which usually follows after. Yeah. Um. How do we like start with this? Because looking at it, um, I I first came across it today actually. Um, yeah. Seeing all the clips and stuff. And I was like, this is actually very dangerous. I don't even real like I don't even know I'm not even going to say that I don't even think she realized how dangerous these accusations can be. Um I think it was very malicious. Yeah. Um and stupidly how do you think that doing this in a place where there's so many cameras like, how do you think that you're going to get away with that? Madness, isn't it? It's actually madness. Which then makes me question her mental state. Because you can't think that this could run. And the thing is, when you review the actual incident where it occurs, when she said, ah, oh, that hurt. Yeah. He was like, rah, what? It, it hurt. I apologise. Immediately. So obviously, he's, he's probably not thinking anything of it. Because obviously, like you said, we're using our sisters as an example. We've been there before, you know, play fighting and stuff. Yeah. We know when we've hurt the individual in it. You know what I'm saying? So like when you've got grown adults, these are professionals. These are people that have been seasoned within their roles, their fields, whatever, their respective fields. So you would think, I mean, there's no script to this. This is actual real life. Yeah. Like you're not in a soap. You said she thought she was on set. She must have thought she was on set. That's the only explanation I can give. Bro, I don't think it's even like, man, she's just a bitch. It's <laughs> that simple. She's a bitch. And the funny thing is, is that after this whole incident, it's come to light now that several of her ex 21, not several. <laughs> I didn't know the number. 21, 21. Savage, baby. Jeez. <laughs> Raw boy. Yeah, so 21 people come out to like, be like character references for my man and say he's not like that and that she is like she displayed these kind of traits before she lied on people she's just like a nightmare not a nice person so you look funny and it's not even like two or three people these are 21 that more members than So Solid crew at the start (laughs) but by the end (laughs) So Solid had the army still Uh, (laughs) by the end but bruv like that's a lot of people to say that Mm. this isn't new behaviour but all banners on a serious note though what's more fucked about is that I was tweeting earlier about your trivialising domestic violence and abuse. Mm-hmm. So, on one end, it will... People that have truly been through stuff like this, mm-hmm. that's not a joke to them. Like, you're making you're making lights of something. Even though, like, I'm not saying she's making it, like, she intends her to be a joke. She's intends her to try and destroy my man. It didn't mm-hmm. work. But you're trivialising that. Something which is so serious for people. Yeah. And they're making it less serious. And then will people that have the agenda that all these women are lying, it panders to that narrative oh, yeah, for them. It, yeah, so if someone else fuel. comes out, be like, oh yeah, remember Roxanne yeah, was lying. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. They'll, use that, they'll use that as reference. Yeah. It, it definitely fuels that agenda as well. So you have to look at it on both ends. But and it could also be a time, good thing. So you know, like they say, wise people learn from other people's mistakes. Mm-hmm. This could also be a thing. Oh, rah, maybe I shouldn't lie because you get caught. This is what happens. Because yeah. on a small scale, let's say you're not a celeb, but you ain't got as much to lose as her. 
I think she's. I think she's lost the radio show. She had lost the radio show, and that yeah. was like I think hundreds of thousands of pounds potentially for her. Oh really? Yeah. So when you start when you start getting affected financially, and now if I'm an actor, I don't want to be on set with you. I don't mm. want to be. I don't want to be on a close set, me and you as a man of alone with you because I don't of know course. what you're gonna say. Protect me. Yeah. Protect the man. <laughs> and in a safe space. Yeah. And the, the the beauty of it is is that it's taken something like this on a huge scale, which yeah. is like you know um, it's televised um, nationwide. So mm. everyone's seen it. It's not even like it's just stayed on Big Brother and it yeah. hasn't seeped out onto the media. It has. And the blessing is, is that we got to really see um, her reaction mm. um, on a post interview with um, Emma Willis, the host of Big Brother. She chewed her up. Shut Listen, her man, ears. on her neck, big respect. And it has to be that way because mm. we can't pander to that kind of behavior. We cannot. Like, and it's, and that's coming from another woman. She's actually got you to understand what you're doing and even trying to make you explain yourself. And you can't even do that. And I love it as well that the gender bias didn't fall into play with it. Of course. Um, I've seen a lot of women on, on the internet talking about, see, this is what we tell you about white women, like weaponizing their tears in the workplace. Right. I'm sure the women that listen to this can relate. Mm-hmm. And, but not having the backing of like, Millions of people on yeah, yeah. on no Twitter promise. on Instagram, no CCTV footage. Yeah. It's just your word against hers, and they'll paint you as an aggressive individual in the workspace, and 100%. you're fucked now, and one hundred you can't come back from that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's almost good to see because obviously it didn't pan out how she wanted, yeah. and she suffers. Yeah. But let's say it didn't pan out this way, and it was a blind spot. Let's say we think the Big Brother house has many cameras, and there's a blind spot. It's her word against his, and she's able to convince us with the tears. Mm keeps up the facade the whole way through. Man, man it's done out here. Because there's a couple of things I always say to you, like, God forbid I was ever accused of things like sexual assault, rape. Yeah. But if I'm fighting, I don't want to pay out. Yeah. Don't pay, don't, don't hush me up. I want my apology front page, not like page 72 on the right hand corner. Front page, front page. I will forego all the money because I morning, don't. Good morning, Britain, everything. Yeah, so you yeah, want yeah, a yeah. promo run. Bro, I want a banner, you know, in, in the sky. <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> Billboard, <laughs> outside Westfields. And you know what, yeah. One outside Oxford Circus. Yeah, listen, You know the man. Top Shot logo is take that down. <laughs> Foles is innocent at the top of there. Piccadilly Circus. Yeah, and, and I'll put it all my socials. Yeah, straight. Pin tweet, <laughs> everything. Straight. Listen, man, record the audio before yeah, the podcast. I want my innocence. Listen, man, at the end of the day, and the thing is, yeah, I didn't even want to shed light to Big Brother because of like, in this, in this very series, yeah, they had the incident where they had the, the plastic looking Donny. Yeah. The fake Pete Burns. Oh, my man. The one I said he wants the, um, the, 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 the nigger boy. The nigger boy. And I was like, rah, no, no punishment. Nah, just a little slap on the wrist and so that's consp- it. Conspiracy theory, it's all... Controversy to make us watch Celebrity Big Brother? Um, well, it didn't work anyway. Yeah. I even reported it to Ofcom. You snitched? I'm, so, you proud, snitched? I'm so proud of you. Bruv, you can't do tolerate that. You can't snitch, baby. You can't tolerate that. No, yeah. we, reported, they, we reported that I shit. Like, I like your Chinese different word, reported. Yeah, you Ain't snitch. No snitch. <laughs> Ain't no snitch. You snitched. It can't be snitching if it's on camera. They snitch. saw it for themselves. <laughs> they told him about it, yeah. but they just didn't remove him from the show, which they should have. You know what's another thing about this? Whilst, whilst we're recording, yeah? I'm watching DWE absolutely shell down the rate of awards. Yeah. Trust me. He's ruining right. my whole DW's not a legend agenda. <laughs> <laughs> He's absolutely ruining this for me. They're acknowledging my man as a legend in the game. Yeah, what it gets as well. Gets us on their old school nasty crew vibes as well. Yes. Man. I just hope I that everyone's going to be on Twitter today and tonight. Oh my God, this is crazy. I hope you listen to the album in it. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. man is the wrong side of 30 and his debut album. Yeah. And it's cool. Yeah. 
What do you think, Vans? Because I was going to let the agenda fly. Yeah, I, I saw your tweets and stuff. I was like, yeah, look at this guy, man. His little tweets. What's his little tweets? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I get a couple of retweets every now and then. What do you, what do you mean, his little tweets? <laughs> nah. My um, followers love me. I um, I listened to the album. Um, I didn't run to listen to the album, to be entirely I'm honest. I'm appalled. Hey, man, come on, man. I haven't had my headphones for a while. But... <laughs> Yeah, um, I've, I've listened to the album uh, quite a few times now. And um, I must say, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, it's exactly what I expected from D-Double, to be fair. Mm. I didn't think he was the type of artist to show um, different sides to him. Um, I thought that if he's going to do an album, he's going to stick to the essence of what he's been doing I've for a number said, of years. Like, can you really listen to like 13, 14, 15 D-Double yeah, yeah, songs? Yeah. A whole um, project. I mean, if you're a fan of D-Double, I think you can. Yeah. Um, it's definitely catered to his fans. Don't get it twisted. Agenda aside, I'm probably more, more of a fan than the fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so, just harsh. How it, my, of course. My delivery will always come across a certain nah, nah. way. So and agendas see, will be agendas. Yeah, your agenda, yeah. I, I totally get it. I yeah. totally get where you're coming from with that and this is way overdue yeah because he said it as well like, he, he's had an um, so not for the radio interview recently mm -hmm. in the lead up to the album coming out and talking about the fact that he's not had an album out and like because yeah. I look at it this way yeah my bias really is because I just want the best of the best to shine through yes. so if that's our legend yeah and he is like we look at him as a cornerstone of grime he was there to start nasty crew mm -hmm. Jammer talks about going to radio sets and they just having to they were rolling with D-Double because he would just start protecting him yeah all in that time space, not having an album out, because for me, you got to put numbers on the board. You know the Donny that was in school. Yeah, man, ran eleven seconds in school. That was in school, my mm, brother. Mm. You didn't make it to that to fucking GB team. Yeah. Yes, you was fast in two thousand and six. <laughs> we was all fast then, <laughs> bro. Man, I was doing ten toes. You didn't have a choice to be fast. I think what D Double's done is that he's created a legacy amongst set culture, yeah. which has obviously transcended all the way up till now. Yeah, because a lot of people that are fans of him and know him as a great and a, as a goat. Don't even really know why they're fans of him. Yeah, yeah, of but course. But you get Especially that music now. though. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because even now watching him now and even like the reactions on Twitter, mm. people are like, oh my God, like grime moves you in a way that drill, will, drill won't. Yeah. My 20 year old brother doesn't even know what this is and I'm in the house going mad. Yeah. Bruv, like even, um, I was listening to one song on his album today. Um, I know you're I'm going to go schooling. Yeah. Fam, I wanted to slap the inspector because that's how <laughs> mad it was. Because you know why, yeah? He... On that song, he um, was spitting a lot of the old bars from when he was like... The ones that he would spit you know when, on the set yeah, and he'll get know, a wheel up. You know them Donnies that like on a weekly basis, yeah, used mm. to show up to football and get man of the match every single week? Yeah. That was him during like, you know, the whole... Um, I'm not referring group. to. So, Go on to YouTube so right there? now, type in Boiler Room. One of the most recent boiler rooms in him. You see Jam in the back going mad. He's just getting reload after reload yeah, after reload. Man. It's crazy. I was like, yo, man, my phone's about to explode right now. But I'm still a project man, though. Of I course. appreciate all of that. That is the essence. But Grime can't only be that space. Yeah. And I think with like nostalgia working and then um, I always say the timeline is, and not, we won't stay on this for too long, mm -hmm. is um, Skepta doing Blacklisted. Yeah linking up with Mega Man, doing a video with Mega Man, mm -hmm. bringing that essence back, like So Solid coming back. They did, uh, I think the Mobiles that, that year or the year after yeah. and did a tour again. I was in Southampton when they even did, this, they had the show down there. Mm. That made us realise, no, Man in the UK is popping. 
it's getting to go back to tracksuits, get time, and that phase kicks off. Yeah. So all the people that were the guys at the time, because if you really check it, it's not a lot of new guys that are shining, really, if you really check it. There's new yeah, guys yeah, that have done course, all right, and they've gone off and done, like, they've done grime a little bit to get hot, and maybe gone to rap, done Afro Swing, and then mm-hmm. charted. And, mm-hmm. But in terms of the grime guys, the guys that were the, the guys when we were growing up, the with the nostalgia really, coming back, they're really the ones capitalising. So it's more of like, bruv, it's hot again. It'll be criminal not to drop an album. Yeah. I hope that's not the reason why he dropped the album, solely just that. But within the space we're in, someone like him, with us getting back into that space, we're loving UK music, mm-hmm. we're all on, on the playlist. You can go out and it can be UK the whole night, whether it's grime, drill, Afro, Bashman, Afro, whatever, swing. It would just be us the whole, whole way through. Yeah. It's like, yo, wait, hold on. They loving us again. Yeah. Let man drop her album. Now I don't now's know. The, now, now it's a better time than ever because if you done it in this time period, I mean, wait another two years. Yes, you will always be able to get bookings at festivals, and like, no one can ever dis- dispute that. But mm-hmm. project wise, yeah, Dizzy gave us Boy in the Corner. Yeah, Kano gave us Home Sweet Home. Yeah, yeah. Skinny get- Man gave us Council State of Mind. All these classical references that that we I just have. want us. To, I want him to have a, a reference point. Yeah, and the thing is, is that um, over the years. Obviously, we know about the whole um, situation that he was in with Dizzy. He yeah. was signed to Dirty Stank Records. But that was him and Footsie, yeah, New and Generals. Yeah, New and Generals. I don't know if that kind of stopped the process. They dropped a the sure. project. I think like you spoke about an NFTR um, interview. And I remember when Dubstep was big, mm-hmm. um, um, Bluka Bluka was, a, was, it was shelling down yeah. raves. Like they were going and performing and like were getting bookings off the back of that as well. Mm. Then you've got other things to factor in. It's not just solely, ah, I'm not, the blame is just him. When... Um, certain venues aren't booking grime acts. You've got six nine six forms. Yeah. You've got police shutting down events. Mm-hmm. You've got clubs not can't take a risk on grime because they're looking. Are the crowd gonna spend money? Is it viable business wise? Because I want to get paid. Because mm. artists are too long in the game for you to be saying, "Oh, here's a couple of bills to come out." Man, I've got bangers. So if you're booking and you've got to pay peas, but 100%. if I'm a promoter, I've been there. My friends that do that job. You want to recoup. Yeah. So you're not gonna. You can't always afford a D double or a Skepta. You know? Yeah. And so, the thing is, is that like with this album, I love the fact that the big features were Wiley and Skepta. Yeah. And he made them go in their grime bag. You have to. Because they were spitting that grime again, which was great to hear. And obviously he had a little storming skit, mm. rest in peace. So it was lovely that. to hear. Um, Talking about how man's kept the high top fresh. Because <laughs> to be fair time. to him, D-Dub was an old man. No, no disrespect. So he's been an old man. Been a, he's been an old man. When he came in, he was he old. Was old. <laughs> so the fact that man still got the high top intact. Yep. There's youths my age that are losing their hair. Hairline's receding. Hairline's doing a mad thing. So Dissolving. You know what? Big man, maybe you know, bring out the album early. Probably what kept the, the, the hairline intact. So <laughs> exactly. do your thing no now. Stress. <laughs> but yeah, like um, notable songs. Um, So everyone knows that D-Double's great at, at the grime thing. But then I love when D-Double does like the hot, the, the slower tempo songs mm. um, notably like Life Tonight and Lyrical Hypnosis they're very mellow songs it reminds me of like when he dropped Birds in the Sky all those years ago and more recently the song with Skepta Ladies Hit Squad Yeah, remember that one with um, the Donny from um, ASAP Mob Yeah, I think he really excels in that um, space as well as the grime thing so with this album it Listen, man, I think it'll do well for him. My only issue, though, is other than, I think the song's called Been There. Yeah. Or, back, sorry, Back, back then. then. Other than that, when you listen to the album, do you really get a, an idea of who D-Double is? And now, this is me speaking from my perspective, yeah? If we're not getting to know you enough, yeah, the music's got to be undeniable. It's got to be bangers. Yeah. That's the only way. Because I, I, I referenced that with, like, 
um, how when I was talking about like Common Sense, Jay House's album against Stormzy's Gang Sounds and Prayers. Now yeah. Stormzy tells a story top to bottom. Mm-hmm. You hear his journey going through. Whereas Common Sense is, you do get a bit of hustle in there, but it's just an array of hits. It's just an array of hits, and like J Five does so sick in terms of production mm-hmm. and the different sounds. It was you one of the like bypass like it, it kind of bypass and it just allows man just to have like arguably hustle's got about seven tracks on there which you can play in a club. One hundred percent. You know, so if you're gonna go for that route, production's got to be a one mm. because. You know, you already know what my man's gonna sound like on a track for yeah. the most part. It's yeah. gonna be a certain flow. The voice is so unique, distinctive. So I just need a bit more because you're the, if you're the, if if everyone's calling you the guy, mm. you've got to show me you're the guy. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'm holding to a higher standard. Maybe I'm being a bit harsh, but it just got, is what it is. Yeah, and you got to review, um, like in in terms of what they're calling the guy in terms of what though, because. They can they they can be calling him the guy at what he's best at. Yeah, they're calling him the guy because of the because these radio sets, looking up to him. radio sets, um, raves, mm. the wheel ups, the classic tapes that you lot listen to growing yeah. up. That era being a nasty crew, but as I said, for Graham to grow and for our music to grow and for us to really mm-hmm. have this black British culture, yeah, you work you're within the music business. The rules ain't gonna change for you, man. Suddenly, of just because like, yeah, course. everyone can put in their tracks, but the rules are not gonna change, in it. Man still have to drop projects and bodies of work. You ain't bona fide to do it, that. Is he independent? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think even, he, records. His personality shows a little bit on the intro. Yeah. Because that's him talking to D double. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Blue Music. So yeah. FM intro. And I like the promo to that album as well. He released something where he was like basically doing a freestyle of the whole tracks. Of the whole tracks. Um which was, you know, if you appreciate that that stuff, then um, you know, cool. It's something that he can tour. He can tour from definitely, for definitely. definitely. So he's he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna collect something from mm. from this. Um, maybe like I don't know if it's gonna stand the test of time. Where we'll be talking about it um, in months to come. Who knows? Release some release some videos, and we'll see. We'll see what it does. That could play a part, but just the fact it's out. Mm. We'll go again next year. Hit him again. Yeah, yeah. Why not? I ain't gonna complain. Release more music. Listen, man. Stay, stay in that creative process, man. My agenda's still my agenda, man. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's just my agenda's just on ice this week because uh, man kind of closed out the rated awards. So Uh, yeah, I don't know if I can really let the whole D doubles not a legend fly this week. (laughs) Big up to um, GRM and Posty for for acknowledging. Listen, much better show this year. Less mistakes than last year, Mm -hmm. which means we are in going in the right direction. And it feels like they listen to us online. We've we've spoken about how the crowd can seem a bit dead. Um, they had a pick this year for the rated awards, so yeah. there was more of the public there. The industry guys are going to be bougie because it's like oh, I can see my man can't really dance a bit stiff and you de- sit in your seats, but have less of them. Yeah, have more of us because the mobile. What they do is that they have the tables and stuff. You got to like, pay for that stuff. Yeah, it's long. Just have it how they had. They had the right setup, man. Yeah. They had the 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 perfect setup, and I think it's always best to have people within the public and um, in the conversations yeah. just to know what the people require or what the people want um, to make a better show. The more that you listen, the better the result. Facts. If you think that you're you're too big um, for public opinion, then that's when you're going to falter, no matter how big you are, because you're going to lose us. Yeah. And you, you kind of need us to be successful, right? Of course, listen, you've got to listen um, to the people. I feel like Nike are listening to the people. Hey. And keeping their ear to the streets. Big up Nike oh, one time. Wait, 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 wait. Let's not do the black thing. Oh my God. <laughs> Invite them to the cookout. No, 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 no. one said whoa, that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just bigging whoa. them up. Can, yeah, can yeah. I not give one big up now? Big up Colin Kaepernick first, <laughs> bruv. <laughs> big up the Capstar. 
big up my man. So if any, I'm sure everyone, if you're not living under a rock, um, Nike have got Colin Kaepernick as the face of their new like Just Do It campaign. Yeah. Of course, they've been doing some stuff with Serena as well. Kind of um, going back in history and looking at her, her come up and like the conversations that dad would have with her, the motivation. Mm. And um, now they've got Colin Kaepernick as the face. Believe in something. Yeah. Even if it means sacrificing everything. Yeah. Made a great sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Taking a knee. Mm-hmm which put him out of work. And I think he's got his whole collusion case with NFL. I'm not crazy, crazy up on American football, but the little I do know yeah. is he has got a legitimate case, which it is going to trial again to the court system mm-hmm. um, to basically fight that the owners and the league have been colluding to ensure that he doesn't get a deal anywhere. Because I looked at some small stats on that mm-hmm. and there's about four or five players who've got worse off stats than him by a country mile yeah. who when it was time to get picked, they picked them suddenly ahead of him. And they're trying, they're trying to like piece the reasons behind it. It's very obvious. You know when like, um, if you bring it back to football, yeah, yeah, over here, you know when like the owners start to really like get involved in the team selection and stuff and you're thinking... Yeah, when Chelsea bought Shevchenko. That yeah, was, like... That was... That was, that was, that was, that was listen, you, you got to sign my <laughs> fellow <bag>. Russian. <laughs> Vladimir. Yeah, I'm giving you the bag and you have to play him. Mm. That's literally like it's, it's a power thing. Mm. You know? Um, so I mean it's funny because um, Colin Kaepernick's message has been misconstrued by white America no not misconstrued misconstrued not attacking well, mis- misconstrued right, right, maybe, maybe hijacked not misconstrued. Is, the, is, is the right it's literally been hijacked they yeah so because they look at it as a protest against the flag yeah mine's we've all everyone forget we've we talked about the flag so much the protest against police brutality and the treatment of, of black people but it was they managed to twist it and say he's disrespecting the flag now mm-hmm. I could show you a hundred different examples of people di- you can't even you're not even meant to wear like a flag t-shirt yeah that's disrespecting there's so many different rules around the um, Star Spangled ba- Banner and people wearing that and Memphis having it like checks. displayed certain places. You can't have it on mugs. That's disrespect. Mm. And you're trying to use the angle, angle of the military because you know there's certain things um, culturally yeah. that certain nations like we're proud of our military or we're proud of it. Like, it's, you can be proud of our NHS so it's always a go-to. Mm. The immigrants are crippling our NHS because they know that's a sweet spot for a lot of us because we may have had a nan or someone that has been in that system and because the NHS is so good because of the staff and how much they love their jobs, yeah, they've saved our person's life. So we know you can't chat shit about the NHS. That's how a lot of Americans feel about the military. Mm. They're over there fighting ISIS. They killed Bin Laden for us. They're fighting terror. They've been indoctrinated. So if you can convince them that this person is disrespecting our troops, it nullifies anything he has to say. And that's what they've done. So I don't think it's misconstrued. They've fully hijacked it. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Fully hijacked this man. Anyway, it's it's got to a point where <laughs> obviously the campaigns come out now, and um, it turns out that they've been paying him all along, mm. um, and it's just turned these guys into some serious rage. I've never seen some of this in my life. It's hilarious to watch people. It's stupidity do at the same time. Nike boycotts and cut out the Nikes out of their attire, but they're Bre- still wearing the item. No, forget that you've already paid for yeah, it. Yeah, Nike's already got the bag. You know what I liken that to, yeah is that you know when someone's mad in their house and they mm. start trashing up their place? Yeah. Who's going to clean it up? <laughs> <laughs> you've, already, you've paid for it and you're trashing it. I'll be honest. But then you're going to regret it. One of my older cousins, Golden Rulers, told me, like, if you're full out of your missus, go now get her place. 
<laughs> so, so if it goes left and she, and she starts trashing the place, it's, it's her stuff. That trash Yoruba advice. No, no, it's just trash man advice. You ain't got to specify the definition. I have to, I have to. <laughs> what part of the world? Co-sign, I don't co-sign that, bro. That's just regular trash man advice. You know, just, you know, normal, hey, normal trash. Bruv, listen, man, they're so dumb. And I see... Um, I see a photo of Donny. He burnt his um, trainers whilst wearing them. Was that real, though? Because I know the intent. <laughs> Listen, hey, let's let it fly. It's okay, real, we'll isn't it? in fact. Let's go. Listen, Come man, on, let the agenda fly one time. This Donny, <laughs> he burnt the Nike Vapor Max. This man was wearing basically two socks, basically, because Vapor Max is second sock, Listen, really. Listen, man. And then a next picture of the feet just looking like barbecue satin. Barbecue toes. <laughs> Come like Bobby Boucher and that. Do you know what? Uh, I love. I'll, I'll be honest. I, I find that fucking hilarious. I think that's amazing, fam. It's wonderful. Yes, let them do dumb, mad shit. Mm. It just goes. Like, at least we're seeing it in the open. Do you know what's the funniest thing about this year? In terms of that example, is um, a lot of those people will look at the political left and call them soft. Mm. They whinge. They complain. They moan too much. Is this not a display of the same? Um, Grabs you have, yeah. That people boy, boycott this and boycott your boycott isn't going to affect Nike. Nike have listen, they've always been on the like cu- the cusp of because life's about branding, isn't it? Yeah, so I'm sure they were very aware that this was a calculated risk. The uproar is going to cause because of the political climate and what's happened in the NFL. 100%. NFL probably looked at all the support, they looked at the analytics, and like you know, you want to be on the right side of history. So we're going to something after mm. in regards to like cosmopolitan mm. and, and yeah, yeah. body positivity, but that's another example. Yeah. So you sense the mood of the people. A lot of people are standing with, like, we're standing with Colin Kaepernick. Listen, let's make sure we align ourselves with this guy as well. Mm. You know, it'll be good for us in regards to our brand. Yeah. People are going to complain, but there probably a lot of people are going to go and buy whatever apparel that he has his name attached to. Yeah, one. If I'm correct, I think last season, his, jer- his jersey was on the highest selling jersey. Mm-hmm. Bearing in mind, my man. history. If I was to go Even buy, the rappers are getting involved. Bro, if I was to go and buy a jersey, and I don't watch the NFL. Mm. I would probably go, I would probably buy his jersey. Yeah. Just being frank, I'll probably buy his yeah. jersey. Because it, this is like history right here. Yeah. So, I mean, like Nike is, Nike haven't got to this place for no reason. Mm. Like they're they're big for a reason. It's not going to hurt them, man. Yeah. Come on. Do you see the um, the photo of um, Kanye? Yeah. No, with his ad, slavery is a choice. <laughs> <laughs> slavery is a choice. Hey, the internet is funny, you know. I, I love like it. Like he said, I don't care if it's real or not. What? Yeah, I <laughs> we're, love it. We're man. running with it. I love it. I love it. But yeah, man, um, just, it's just a bold move by by Nike. Nike. Mm. It's bold on one end, but it's also it's, it makes sense. It's common sense. Man, it's yeah, good, man. man. Like you know, someone had to do it. That's why when you were saying at the start, like big up Nike and that, and I was being like, "Whoa, Cecilies, hold your horses, relax." Mm. Like, um, it's amazing if it's been done, but also you know, hey man, I'm a bit of a skeptic. You had to kind of do that. Yeah, you know? I mean, well, someone has to do it in it, mm. so. Stand with my man, you know. Whoever, it's, it's, it. it's, it's weird for me to give them that mad accolade when there are a lot of things you could save in that business which isn't morally amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. I mean, we, we we always growing up, we always had about stuff like the sweatshops and just yeah. like, yes, they've gone to certain parts of the world where those people might be getting paid four p, but prior to Nike being there, they probably they weren't earning any money. Yeah. So four p compared to zero, we'll take the four p. But in the grand scheme of things, if that shoe goes on to sell for $180 and it's cost them 4p to make, but they're exploiting the fact that these people have absolutely nothing, nothing. 
Is that callous? Is that morally incorrect? Or is that just business? That's a conversation for another day. It's human beings. But it's where we're at, isn't it? It's human beings. And and those and those uh, and they can do that in those parts of the world because the people that are in power mm-hmm. don't have any jobs to offer their people really. So be like, no, we'll come in here. Yeah. Might have to give us some tax breaks, whatever. Because yeah. multinational companies, they dictate a lot of happens in the third world, innit? Mm. Listen, man's bringing our factory over here, we can guarantee you jobs. You told your public when you was coming to power, we're gonna give you jobs. Listen, man. So now you can you can feel the promise, but we're gonna pay them full people. Yeah, that's why I never really just class it down as business. I think it's human nature. Like humans are are opportunists by nature. They're yeah. gonna take advantage of what whatever they can. And that's what these businesses have done. When have you taken advantage, Vance? Let's talk. <sighs> let's not do this today. No, no, let's talk, big let's, man. Let's not do We're this. We're here, they ain't today. not out there, nothing. This <laughs> just me and you, baby. <laughs> I'm saying it's human nature. It's it human is, nature. It is. It is. When have you exploited not, your fellow human being? Listen, man, we're not personalizing it today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna hold you to this. Where's the timestamp, listeners? Find a timestamp for me, and remind Everyone's me. Everyone's taken advantage at some point of yeah. something. Of course. Yeah. One hundred percent, man. You give me that five p bag at Sainsbury's or Tesco. <laughs> do I do I scan it? <laughs> for the record, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> of course not oh, mate. you are right there's, uh, we, I think that there is truth to that yeah. but I think a lot of us have our points mm-hmm. but it's also easy to say on this end because you've never been exposed to it on that massive scale where it's like bro you're the head of this department yeah man you need to take, can take control of India and then find us the cheapest factory and the cheapest labour yeah man ain't no time for worrying about their tears we're looking at profit margins you can't help everyone mm. um, it's, it's, it's very callous yeah yeah, yeah. As, as sad as it sounds but mm. um, I mean they could pay them a little bit more still <laughs> a, they, a little bit a lot more <laughs> you know, it's like I said we don't know the facts but these are the alternative facts off the cuff today hey, so the figure is 4p I was that's what they're paying them currently I was with a Donny from New York on the weekend and he was like oh yeah um, when he was working in, in um, restaurants and bars mm. he was like they were on like three three dollars an hour I'll be honest, fans. Though, yeah, I, I have, I, like, I sympathise because I worked in the service industry a little bit. I was like, what? But if you're going, that's into, why they're big on tipping. Culture. But if you go into that, no, yeah, like, you go into that knowing the the pay is so bad. Mm. I wouldn't because you know already what you're getting into. Like that's, and I think over here we've got more. Obviously, over there, depending on where the person's from, mm. I would assume you've got more choices, isn't it? Yeah, I couldn't do that to myself, bro. That little because then I'm still relying on the fact that I can be as nice to you as I want to be mm. as as a server. It's still down to you if you want to give me money. Because there's certain things, you know, like certain jobs are like, all you have to do is be on time, get mm. to work, do your job, go home, you get your money. Yeah. That person's going to get their money, but at a very low rate. Yeah, but you can make luckily, whatever you extra on top, but it's still yeah. out of your control. Yeah, he was. He, he said that luckily, um, that the the area that he was working in was quite affluent. So you had okay. all the bankers and stuff. Ah, they used okay. to come in and they used to tip heavily. So on a mm. Friday night, he would make like $250 worth of tips. Sick. On top of his actual wage as well actual wage but he was only doing that because he was a student at the time he was very mm. young so but he was just saying that this is why in America they're so big on tips because mm. and why you see them playing online and those things will go viral exactly yeah so we don't really have that culture over here like that nah, that's why a lot of that's a lot of stuff on the internet we don't really if you convert that that amount <laughs> to the pound then you're like what I'm not doing that no that can't run I start stealing fine china and that. <laughs> <laughs> Make ends meet. <laughs> Listen, man, it's mad. You gotta do what you gotta do, man. Speaking of branding and stuff, mm. um, P 
Piers Morgan. Yes. I know he's not overly popular with a lot of people, but you know, trolling on the highest level mm-hmm. always will get you part of the conversation. Right. Uh, so Cosmopolitan this week released a the, the latest edition for their magazine mm-hmm. um, or their publication, whatever, and they've got a plus size model on the front. Okay. You seen it? I haven't seen. I, I ain't seen a. I find. I'll show you the picture. I think the lady's name's Tess Holiday. I, d- I did um, hear talk of it though. Yeah. But I just didn't see the um, the image. I'm sure you can have a look here. And you know, read out what Paul, um, Piers' tweet is. <laughs> Big man. <laughs> okay, so Piers Morgan tweeted to the picture, to the front cover, sorry. Sorry, but five foot three inches and 300 pounds is not a positive body image to celebrate on the front cover of a magazine as Britain suffers from an ever worsening obesity crisis at Good Morning Britain. Personally speaking, he has a point. Hey, this is who you want to die on, baby. You talk, I'll um, listen. He has a point, man. Mm. I mean, in regards to like, you know, the 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 obesity crisis. I give my phone, man. Don't start swiping, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he does have a point. Mm. But then like... In essence, yes, from a factual standpoint. But then we were looking at um, how... There was a huge uproar when the NHS um, released, um, I think it was a billboard. Okay. Something about obesity being like... Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about, yeah. Linking it to to cancer. Mm. I can't remember the exact um, phrase. It wasn't. I remember. I know. I, I think I know what you're talking about. It wasn't received well. Yeah, it wasn't the received well, day, yeah. So I think a lot of people were saying that I was really insensitive. Um, but... In regards to that, it was a fact. This is mm. they were just pointing out the fact. Yeah. And I think it was done for awareness, to raise awareness mm. of the fact that I think we need to opt for a healthier lifestyle essentially. I think listen, I don't I won't never argue the figures because people that have are privy to that knowledge, um, <clears throat> you can't argue that. Even with that, like I think her him getting at her in regards to her size whatever I think you've got to factor in a lot of things like your height plays a part as well mm-hmm. listen I'll be really frank being 5 foot 3 and weighing 300 pounds big man that's a madness that's a big man that's a that's a lot of weight to carry now she could she could, she could come in here and bruv she could run around the block more quicker than most man you, might, you never know a lot of people are, are healthy in different ways but the strain you're possibly putting on your joints all these types of things but I think what I don't like is like that NHS billboard, even if it may come across insensitive, it probably come from a good place. Piers's care. Of course. If there was a man on the front cover, would it be the same reaction? Look how many fat stand-up communities we have, like like your Jonah Hills and this, and we love them when they're super chunk and they slim down. I don't think we have that same like I think men can ex- exist in that space without that pressure. Is it because mm. this is a big woman who's confident? And I've seen it, she's not I a think, first I, cover. I think, she's I, think, been, I think the Donnies still get clowned. I don't know if it's to the same level. Obviously, yeah, get 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 a a, a big Donny topless uh, yeah. um, on um, uh, a magazine like let's say Men's Health, mm. and we'll see the reaction then. Yeah, but Men's Health, they're like they, you're not doing body body positivity for Men's Health. Uh, it's like when you go yeah, to buy true. boxers, bro. Like we're liars, isn't it? The front of the boxer is eight pack, 
but it goes up to a 48 inch. Who do you know with a 48 inch waist that has an eight pack? I mean, <laughs> don't hear what I mean. At least, at least they're giving you the option to buy it still. Yeah. It would be, there would be an out, outrage if they stop stocking stuff at yeah. a certain size. Yeah. So um, we know what marketing does. And I think what Cosmopolitan tried to do with this one is just to make people of that size embrace who they are. Mm. But obviously, like, the rebuttal to that is that, well, actually, nah, you need to get healthy mm. because this there's a serious risk. Like, there's, there's a lot of health implications that come with being that size. Five foot three is you're a small person mm. and you weigh that much. I mean, <laughs> why why, why is it only insensitive when we talk about like heavier set people? Weight's always a sensitive topic because people just don't want to be honest with themselves, innit? Mm. You know? We don't live a healthy lifestyle over here. Think about your high street, how much fast food options there are and you won't want to cook and that. Because you have a size zero ban because mm. literally, like, there's a lot of also health I'm implications I'm happy for that, though, because it's not, it shouldn't just be, okay, when we've got someone that's really large in the front cover, we've got a problem. Yeah. There was a time period with, with modelling where, like I said, mm -hmm. size zero. And that does a risk. believe me, are like, people would like, will start, like, girls starve themselves and they're yeah. not die. Yeah. Stop having periods because they're trying to live up to this fake ideal of, like, being super skinny. Skinny, yeah. Loving yourself, being that size. It's unhealthy. It looks unhealthy. Mm. It should be on the other end as well. Yeah. It looks unhealthy. You're like, you're damaging yourself. Mm. Obviously, um, there's ways to deliver a certain message to someone because obviously, um, people are, pe people get triggered in it. Mm. Especially like it's when it's in relation to themselves. So, there's ways of, there's, there's better ways of encouraging someone. So, a lot of people don't like harsh deliveries, isn't it? I think what it is as well, yeah, I think sometimes you can just smell BS. I'm sure you're like, your care is genuine, but for a lot of people, it's just bullshit. Yeah. If they see a fat person on the front cover, that person's confident, they got this taste, disdain for that person. Because if you were to speak to them six other days out of the week, you wouldn't hear any conversation in regards to health. Ask them mm. by their own health. Mm. Person probably sat there talking shit, is drinking a full can of fat coke, Smoking Hellas The sugar tax, I don't think there's any fat coke anymore. Listen, it's all Coke Zero. The border's still open. If you, if, you ah. know, if you know a guy, <laughs> you, can, you can still get that. <laughs> so the, that's the, the bigger Donnie's are smuggling coke. Listen, <laughs> hey, take whatever coke <laughs> reference <laughs> you want to take from that. <laughs> Diet Coke, Coca-Cola, uh, Coca Cocaina, you know. Listen, man. But now, nah, that's my only, my only rebuttal to it, to it is how much you genuinely care. Yeah. Do you talk about the size zero models? So who? You, so so what? Like as in someone um, like Piers Morgan or obviously Piers do that for attention. Public. Piers do that to keep himself part of the conversation. Or do you mean just a regular person? Someone like a Piers and a regular person. The people right. that will be interacting are like, yeah, yeah. Mm. Scroll through their fucking media, mm. big man. You look chunky in that one. I can see. Piers Morgan is in no place to talk anyway. Yeah. He don't look like the healthiest Donny at all. Mm. In no way, shape, or form. Yeah. So. You can't be the flag bearer of like health. Like I'm not saying we should normalize it. Yeah. But I also don't think just because someone's a certain size, they can't be considered beautiful. Cause if yeah, you're, yeah, if 100%. you're like I said on here before, if you're in certain parts of the world, so like the Pacific Islands, Samoa, etc. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big man, you you size twelve bitches and under, you ain't getting no play. Yeah. It's the bigger babes out here. They're That's the ones right. that are getting cuffed. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> if you ain't got any love. <laughs> you know, online, they're always talking about oh, the, the men in the US, in Houston, in Texas. Go mm. Samoa. Go Samoa. Find you a big rugby don and live your best life. Them Jonah Lomi dons. Yeah, then you listen. listen. Don't worry yeah. about six pack, man. 16 stone, it's real muscle. Just running through, man. <laughs> <laughs> right, oh, you off, boy. Moving like freight trains and that. Relax. Hey, man. Um, Tess Holiday, do your thing, man. Listen, she, the funny thing about it is everyone's talking this shit. The girl ain't even single. She's got a guy. She's had a, had a child and that living her best life. So. Uh, yeah, listen, man. At the end of the day, all it is is that people are, people are always going to have something to say. Of course. Um, regardless of whether the person's triggered or not, because she could look at that and be like, I'm winning. I'm on the front cover. Who would have thought? Yeah. On a on a cosmopolitan yeah. where you usually see um, a lot of thin, thinner. Of course. You can't, you, know, is, you can't escape the realities of sight in the real world. So I appreciate and understand certain elements of the body positivity, mm. positivity movement. Yeah. But I don't think like, people start movements to then try and like, drastically change how society is and that you're gonna have some impacts there is context of a lot of stuff you're saying you want like there's a lot of truth there but the realities are and the cold hard facts are you speak to healthcare professionals a lot of stuff we're going through is self-inflicted so if we 100%. can change that and get us to a healthier state i'm not saying don't love yourself and that mm-hmm. but you know what does it say scripturally in, in the bible like uh your body's a temple and that yeah what is a temple? Look after Bible. it. God don't like cholesterol, baby. <laughs> God told me. I spoke to God this morning. <laughs> God don't like cholesterol, man. Relax, man. Oh, God don't like cholesterol. Chill out, man. Yeah, allow it, man. It's, uh, yeah. You know, you know the funny thing about this? Our little spill here, yeah? If we mean you get a bit ch- a little bit chunky, if the cheeks are getting a, li- a little bit too chubby, you start me start seeing where all Judge black me at all Christmas time. No, 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 no. <laughs> you sound like a man needs to do cardio right now. <laughs> Must put I that do disclaimer. cardio every day. Okay, cool. So it's calm. Yeah. Slender till I die, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, no way, snatched. <laughs> where does that hair snatched in that? Hey, give me your movie review, man. I'm not seeing the two. We've had two big releases. Yes. Yardy, Black Klansman. Mm-hmm. Don't do spoiler, but. Give the people a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I won't do a spoiler. Um, won't see Black Klansman first because it came out first. Um, starring Denzel Washington's son. You don't have to pronounce his name. <laughs> I don't know his name. Good man, that's fine. That's fine. John or something, man. Den- John. No, just say John. Denzel's son is fine. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it actually. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that movie. Um. Go research it for yourself, man. Like what it's about and stuff. But um, very good performance by him. You can tell. You can tell. Like he doesn't even look like Denzel, but you can tell in how he acts and how he speaks. That's Denzel through and through. Mm. You know what I mean? Because like, I noticed him in Ballers, and then I was like, my mister was saying to me, "You know that's Denzel." I was like, "Babe, you're lying, man. Relax, man. <laughs> Fake <laughs> news." Like, Babe, just come here, man. Go, you're tired. Go sleep. <laughs> And then I find out it's really Denzel's son. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, and um, like I said, it's it's a it's a movie that's um, it touches on um, race. Basically, he's a black detective in the police force. Yeah, so it's not literally a black person in the KKK, but they infiltrated. Yeah, they infiltrated. And sent someone yeah, in. It. Yeah, he sent someone in there, um, and it was done very well. And there was um, quite a few powerful moments in that movie. 
I can't even lie to you. Yeah. Especially at the end, there was like this montage of like um, a lot of the pivotal stuff that's happened historically. And um, it's crazy because like when you're sitting in the cinema with black and white people, mm. it gets a bit awkward. Were, so there, any, were there any it. interracial couples? <laughs> any YouTube couples? Talk to me, fans. <laughs> Paint the picture. Listen, I didn't, I didn't spot any of that, but they could have been. They yeah. could have been. Um, but it was, it was a moment where like you can hear a pin drop. Ah, okay. It was just like, oh shit, and everyone's like glued because it was silent as well. Mm. It was silent, so there was no like music playing in the background, nothing. So, um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the movie. Then fast forward um, to a couple of days later, I went to see Yardi. Obviously, Idris Elba's directorial debut. Mm. A lot of eyes are on that, especially like because you know we're from London and blah blah. We hold Idris like you know to a high standard. Of course, you star. <clears throat> but this is your first, this is you going from in front of the camera to behind the camera. Yeah, behind the camera, calling all the shots and stuff. Um, starring the Millamine. Um, for those who don't know who that is, he was in Kid Hood, which is sort of like a staple. Yeah, that's our classic. Classic yeah, London yeah. film, um, and what's the other film that's uh, Maze Runner? Yeah, yeah, he's done, he's done, he's been in the Butler, uh, Maze Runner. Obviously, he's done like you know a lot of television work, yeah, and stuff using the bill and things like that. So, um, I enjoyed oh, that as well. The, he was in the bill back yeah, in yeah, the day. He was in the bill. He was in the bill. Ah. Um, that's another one that I enjoyed. I saw a lot of like mixed reviews. Mm. Obviously, with the storyline and stuff, people are like, oh, we've seen something like this before. But I, my rebuttal to that, is it not based off a book? Yeah, like it's a based book, off a book. A book that was like received quite well. That's what I'm saying. So I'm I'm not sure when the book was first released. Yeah. So that could play a part in um, a lot of people's ignorance, not knowing where the story derives from. So people were saying, I was seeing the reference points that were like, we've had Shotters, we've had Dancehall Queen, cool. why mm. do we need Yardi? Yeah. I haven't seen a film. Is Yardi similar to those type of films? Um, certain elements, mm. you would say. Um, and when you do go and see it and you watch the movie, you're not going to be surprised at what you see in terms of the storyline. You could kind of... But is that purely then, is that purely because, sorry to cut off that, because they've done a job correctly, yeah. the reference points in the films are right. So... Um, them being in certain raves, how the stage show set up, yeah. clashes. Yeah. So the same type of vibe. So mm -hmm. like um, the party scene in Shotters where Wayne and Biggs are vibes in the party and then flexing, mm -hmm. that type of vibe. It's kind of consistent. Certain then will kick off um, a lot of gang warfare in the movie and stuff. Um, you know, it starts off in, in Kingston, Jamaica. Then yeah. it comes over to London. Um set in the late 70s early 80s if, okay. if i'm correct so yeah i think um the performance by um the lead actor i think i thought it was brilliant in it i think they got the majority of it right there's a few dodgy accents in there that you might pinpoint but i mean you're gonna get that but some some of the actors that they casted were um authentic Jamaican actors. Okay. Um, especially um, the woman that plays his love interest. I think she was, she's a popular actress out there. So, um, 
So this is a good is this a good first attempt for Idris? I think it is. What are you giving him out of ten? <laughs> You're gonna start doing our movie reviews from now on. Uh nah, I don't think so. <laughs> it's not my lane. Um You know what, I, I can't even give it a number, but I can definitely say that I was um I was happy with it. And where I went to see it, I went to see it in Peckham. So the atmosphere in ah, that cinema okay. room was electric. Yeah. People ad libbing. Am I? Now usually, <laughs> now usually, bruv, I heard someone say, oh, "Bun him," and I was like, <laughs> "I was like, what?" But this, like, regardless of the fact that I'm not usually into people like doing that, but it kind of it went well with the movie, if that makes sense. It kind of like increased the atmosphere. It just made it a better watch. Mm. So, um, I, I I recommend that people go and watch that. Support Idris, man. You know, I think it's a it's um it's a good thing to have in a cinema. One of our very own directing a movie. PC Vans, you know. Come on, Vans would never give me like anything. Like, it was shit. No, I didn't think it was shit at all. Yeah. I didn't think it was shit. Oh, like, that's you know what you, me, like, that's how you feel. Yeah, if, if if I felt it was shit, I would have said like, you know what? Yes. Don't bother. Mm. Don't go and watch it. I mean, for some people, you don't even have to go to the cinema and watch it. Mm. But I'm just saying that I would, and I think that we should. It's just another way to support um, us. I even seen today John Boyega's um, going to be either co-producing something with a film company. Yeah. I think that's the next lane. Yeah, man. We need to get into those positions because we get to control the narrative. Because Spike Lee's the one that did Black Klansman. Yeah, yeah. And he's, we've got reference points for like, do the right thing. And That's what I'm saying. He's been around for so long. We need some new young, talented young blood there as well. They've, over in the States, they've been allowed to do that. People like John Singleton creating classics over in America. We need that over here now. So, um, obviously we had Dems and Kyode Iwumi a few weeks ago. They're getting into that Kaede, especially he's getting into that writing space. Precisely. So we need that kind of thing in in um in in our space. Yeah. So it's always good to see. Um. But yeah. Speaking about writing, mm-hmm. looks like Power finally uh, picked up the pace. They say this is a big rich town. Yeah. Um. It I just want to con- I want to conk Tariq's head, man. I'm sorry, man. I can't look at him and say call his dad ghost. It it, it makes me sick. If your mum is calling him ghost every at every opportunity, yeah. Don't follow your mum. Man's gonna follow suit. <laughs> I'm your dad. <laughs> <laughs> and from his dad's moving mad. So obviously, like he's he's going through like, you know, that that teenage you know, Big man, this is a different type of rebellion. Man says, show me, me the, the game. game. You know, show he me the motherfucking... dad passed me the burner. Show me the motherfucking game, Ghost. And I was like, rah, with such vim. Everyone's talking to Ghost with vim this, uh, this season, you know? Up. You don't use drapes, man, and just... <laughs> First, it was Dre, like, a couple episodes in in this season, showing up at Reina's gravesite. Nah, you ain't going to do nothing. No, nah, Dre's death has to be... It, it's got to be, like... This... <sighs> One of the worst ones. It's got to be like, yeah. It can't just be a shot to the head. Nah, nah, nah. It's got to nah, be nah. worse than than um, the the Charlie Murphy death. Yeah. It's got to be something like that still. <laughs> they got to cut his nose off. You got to kill him like how the Serbians would kill him. You know when the Serbians, they don't yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, they do Pull bits. your skin off and all that stuff. And Yeah, they, they're they even like trying to barbecue. And, like, Tommy was the star of this episode though. Yes, he was. And it's, it's annoying to see It them. was tailored around him though. Yeah, like, and it's the first... Mm, 
since some of the earlier seasons where he's had this much going on in like an episode. Mm-hmm. So, but I think the people, the thing people aren't really clocking is, despite you saying like Ghost being erratic, or whatever, and like people chatting to him any anyhow, he still controls Tommy. Yeah, he still dictates what goes on. He's still essentially one step ahead, or like he's the a smarter freak. one out of the two. He's a control freak. That's what it is. He's mm. always like everything that Ghost has been upset about. Yeah, is that when. Um, everyone disregards his plans. Ah, okay. So that wasn't the plan. That wasn't the plan. That wasn't the plan. Tasha mm. took things into her own hands of getting Tariq out of the fold of like the whole um, killing the, the Raymond Jones, right? Yeah. And um, the whole Rainer thing. He's vexed that, not that Kanan's dead. He's vexed that they didn't use his plan. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not, you haven't followed my plans. Yeah. You haven't followed my plans. He's doing certain things behind the people that are closest to him's back. Yeah. In order for him to see out his plan. Mm. He went back to Angela. Oh, that wasn't the plan. He's going to Tommy. Oh, that wasn't yeah, so the plan. He's more offended that he didn't obey my instructions. This, this is it. He's <laughs> a control like, freak. Sound like That's... a Nigerian dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's Ghost in a nutshell. And um, with Tommy, what I've noticed is that he gets, he always takes like big losses when he gets emotionally attached. He takes the maddest L's. But he proved that he's absolutely married to the game. Yeah. He's a definition of a roadman through and through. Yep. Upper echelon. Man do whatever it takes. Yeah, man. His dad crossed him. Yeah, X'd him out. The the one person that he really loved and trusted crossed him. Gone. Mm-hmm. He even referenced it. Do you know where I got this ring from? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, he's definitely married to the game, but I'm I'm happy that um, Power um, brought it to this space because yeah. we were waiting for ages. The thing is, yeah, we're, we're kind of like a little bit stupid. We're clinging on. Clinging on, but like I wanted this to happen a lot earlier, but if, done, if they've done some of the, the stuff that I wanted earlier, would there be much of a season left? There wouldn't be no... Cliffhangers. Because if you notice, obviously, the last two episodes picked up pace very quickly. Mm-hmm. So Kane and Dan were saying, like, like, he escaped the burning building. Like, how many, how, like, how much, how is man going to just keep getting away? Man was made out of leather. And then Donnie killed the Jimenez and, like, the Jimenez, chopped, the brother. And Diego he, chopped his yeah. head off. He just, he's, he, wormed, he seemed like he was about to worm his way back in to take the business over them. Mm. He's managed to get to reconcile again. And then he ends up going out. And yeah. even the kind of way he went out, he could have killed Tariq, but he didn't. Yeah. So that kind of. The, Prove my theory right a little bit. I think, still think Tariq is his son. son. Him and Tasha mash back in the day, man. Mm. If when when power does end, they might have to do a little spin off. Yeah, of Tariq. He can't become a bad. I, 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 it's not believable. Listen, man, he's been doing some fuck shit for a while now. Yeah, for a season and a half. But you in the car when it all went down, the little boy in him you, come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like. He when it when it gets to like dire situations, you know, you, you saw that episode when the Jamaicans were out to kill Ghost. Man, Ray it, charged the whole situation. Man, you know? listening to Justin Bieber in the whip. <laughs> <laughs> man had the beats on on full blast. Yeah, oblivious, oblivious, and obviously like Milan and that just dealt with that. But yeah, I think um, in order for us to stay hooked on 
this show, yeah. they had to do it this way. They've got a drip feed after death yeah, slowly man. by slowly. You, the cliffhangers are there for a reason, mm. man. And obviously it's it's there to to um, appetise us um, for the next season. Yeah. Although it's coming next year. <laughs> I don't know where they're going to go with this. Obviously you've got a couple of things. So what do you think is going to happen? So Kanan's gone now. Angie's in the frame. Angie's in the frame and she, she's obviously heading on the chopping block with regards to work. And We're forgetting Proctor as well. Yeah. He's... He's riding for Ghost. Yeah. He's riding for Ghost. Because he didn't have to do that. No. You have to... Say, I'm wearing a wire. I'm wearing a wire. Although... <laughs> Man, nearly... Ghost greased him up. Yeah, no. Man, you'd grease him up as well. Yeah, for real. What do you mean? Mother you fuck, mean? you wearing a wire? <laughs> I don't know what Councilman Tate has got up his sleeve. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of twists and turns still. Yeah, man, because he's like one of the seediest characters on there. That the detective Blanca is is the most annoying character right now. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. Power's interesting. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. The only thing we didn't um, like whilst we're talking on the UK and stuff here, because mm. I like the fact we didn't talk too much about America this week. Yeah. yeah. Um, gets released a video. Yes. Black Rose. Mm-hmm. Um, received really well. Yeah, 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 it has. Am I right in saying it's like an ode to black women? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Um, something like that, I'd mm. say. Obviously, um, he's got an album coming out, which is Ghetto Gospel, The New Testament, which is a follow-on for the first series of, obviously, um, Ghetto Gospel, which is a classic body of work in the UK, in my mm-hmm, opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're in that space, isn't it, where, like, you can't not address the race debate, colorism, how we uh, black women are represented within our music videos, media, yeah, from writers in front of the camera, behind the camera, just everything in general. Mm-hmm. And I listen. I'm thinking, amazing message. Is it an amazing song though? No, I don't think so. Um, but it doesn't have to be. I think um, in in regards to the subject matter, yeah. sometimes the message is more important than a song especially from an artist, if you want to project your art in a certain way, um, you don't necessarily have to look for, oh, is it going to be a big song? Because the message might mean more to them than everything else. Yeah. Which a lot of people forget sometimes. An artist, for, for from an artist's perspective, how important is it to me first rather than to the consumer? Of course. But obviously you want it to reach people, which it has. Yeah. And that's the reason why it's done what it's done. A lot of people well, are saying thank of, you. Because of the subject, the subject matter, matter. Yeah, so if you can grab people in that way, in that angle, hmm. for the people to really digest what the the content is about, then great, you've you filled your um you you've done your 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 thing. Yeah, like, you, you, you've served your purpose. Listen, the objectives you set out, you've met them, but why can't we have both? Yeah, why I, can't, I mean... Why, why can't you have the banger with the amazing subject matter? So that also means the song lives on, the message lives on longer than the the PR, the branding moment. Yeah. Do you know how hard that is to do? Out. It's hard. It's, it's difficult, but it's been done before. So yeah, yeah. Doesn't I mean, mean just because it's, done, it's, it's hard, it can't be done. Yeah. I'm mean, not saying the song's shit, I'm just saying, I always look and I'm like, it's not like, oh my gosh, like this song yeah. is amazing. Yeah. No, and there are people that but say for the what song it is, is, is amazing. There, there are people that say the song is amazing, but yeah. I can almost like bet the money I ain't got that it leans more to it's amazing because of yeah. the content of the song. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, he had a feature, Koji Radical. Yeah. Body popping in his living room and stuff. Koji's amazing, so, you know. 
Yeah, I think it's super, super dope. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a perfect way. It's 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 the start to his album rollout, which I think is because you got the women now. Yeah, which I don't think like gets has really had. He ne- he never came out really having a girl tune. Yeah, you know, he had the sing for me thing, but that didn't really pop. Mm-hmm. Um, but guess always been quite interesting because I'm a fan in it, so I know yeah some of the discography. He's always been quite introspective. So last album, Rebel of a Cause, which was quite a few years ago, mm-hmm. had the song on there called Fatherhood. Yeah. He had, um, I think things change. He's had, he has different album cuts on there. That last album, obviously aside from like Gas Mark 9 and certain songs on there, um, it was quite introspective. Yeah. And if you listen to like the Ghetto Gospel, there's int- it's, put it this way, when the, this song he released leans more to Rebel of a Cause and Ghetto Gospel, you're not. I doubt on this new get a gospel album you're gonna get a lot of the energy you get on the momentum tapes. Yeah, you're not gonna. I doubt you're gonna get Esco Spirit. Yeah, and if you do, it'll be a big song like that, and that'll be the standout song. Mm-hmm. But the album itself will lean more to that subject matter. You got to think about like the the type of artists that these men are. Mm. They're not necessarily looking for um, a, a project full of radio hits. Mm. If you look back at these projects, they're probably going to be the ones that age really well. Yeah. Because they're introspective. Um, they could be relatable as well. But, and that's why I want a song like Black Rose to mm-hmm. be able to do both. Yeah. But, you know, so like, like a, like a, like a um, for example, Bashy, Black Boys. Yeah. What it done at the time. Banger. Banger. And the message was, was phenomenal. Quotable for days. Quotable for days. Had the um, remix of everyone on there, and you know, yeah, and and fortunately for Gets now, we're at a much better place in in the industry right now, where yeah. people can actually get behind it. It can do much better. It's just an example of like we've had loads of these, like we spoke about the Chipmunk thing recently. Mm-hmm. We're gonna always have those types of examples and stuff. If you've had issues with certain artists and what you feel might be problematic or like their politics not aligned with you. Now is the time there's an artist that is showing mm-hmm. some of the stuff you've been calling for. Put your support behind that person. Yeah. You know? Now you've got a chance to be like, okay, that's someone that, you know, they're saying what I want to hear. Yeah. Let's support them. Same yeah. I always champion like a Shay Lingo. Yeah. Anytime they complain, I'm like, well, you lot ain't listening to Shay. You've got someone over here mm-hmm. who's giving you an ode to black women and black girl magic. Yeah. And he says, he says, open said, that song doesn't belong to me. It's for you. For you, yeah. You know, obviously, yeah. man's getting paid to perform. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Yeah, it is for it is for the women, isn't it? Yeah. But, um, I don't know. We we done vans. We you, you got more? Do you do you want to touch on this Eminem thing? Have you, have you got time before, before H starts rushing us out and that? Um, I don't think I've listened to the entire project to really go in. Yeah. But um, because you I think said a lot of people, mic, I did. <laughs> big, wait, 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 <laughs> wait, <laughs> and I think. A lot of uh, a few of our listeners has hit like you know remembers the episode where I said it. Yeah, I did say that I don't want to hear. Um, I would be happy if I was to never hear from Eminem again. Yeah, like a new project, and um, you know what? What Eminem always proves is that he's a phenomenal lyricist. You can't take that away from him. He said always proves. He had about four albums that have been shit back to back. Yeah, no, he's always going to supply you with lyrics, but the songs are shit. Okay. You can you can give me the most metaphors. You can the wordplay could be a madness, but 
bruv, your beats have been super whack for the best part of 10 years. And you have access to the best beats. Yeah. No one's... Or what we would think are the best beats because of who's around you. Fam, you know what he's done? Being under someone yet that does something so well for so long... You don't question it. Nah. What what you're going to do is that you're going to be like, I want to have a go now. Ah, okay. I want to do it now. You make it look so easy. Yeah, I want to do it. But you're just not doing it as well. Yeah. But no one's going to tell you that, innit? Because you're a boss within your own right. The problem is, this album is... The reason why it's been received how it's been received is because the last album was got trashed so much. You even mm-hmm. had some of your own peers, people that signed to your label, like your Joe Budden, yeah, et cetera, yeah, yeah. Um, questioning. Initially, kind of like, he was tiptoeing around it. And then, because people know Joe's like, imagine someone like me, mm-hmm. he's vocal, but obviously Joe's yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. like, but they know you're vocal, but they can hear on your tone that you're not going as in as much. Mm. I think he then pandered to that audience and they went super in on the Eminem album. Yeah. Even though he probably felt like that, but he went overboard. Overboard, yeah. M made his album as a temper tantrum. It's like, mm. you don't think I'm done out here, I'm washed. But he still didn't do what you said he should be doing, which is you've got the best beats, you're, you're a lyricist, but you're still not making good music. Make better music. The music on this is, it's not even, it's just, because it's only getting attention because he's dissing everyone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, you could be dissing everyone, showcasing like your lyrical ability, but the music is still trash. Yeah. The music is still dead. Facts. It's not something that, it's not enjoyable music. You can't sit down. It's not easy listening. It's not. <laughs> I was saying to someone the other day, yeah, that um, Eminem makes music for school shooters, for, for Dylan Roof and them. <laughs> nah, you're out of pocket. That's, how he make, that's what he makes music for. <laughs> who, who's his demographic? Bro, I see white on white violence, him and Machine Gun Kelly going at it. Oh, yeah. You got the whites fighting. It's, it's good trailer to watch. Park, trailer park fighting, you know. Yeah, bro. Just rolling around the mud Come in, on. on 8 Mile. Relax. <laughs> Like, it makes me for school shooters. I'm sticking to that. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, like, there's a song on his album called The Greatest. And the song, it doesn't embody that. Yeah. How can you have How can you have a song, yeah, called The Greatest, yeah, and you bring that? Is Emma losing his white privilege? It's slowly dripping away. Nah, because I think he's still going to do ma- a madness in the cells. Because I'm working with some white donnies at the moment. Oh my gosh, have you heard that new Eminem album? I'm like, <laughs> slowly <your> roll, buddy. <laughs> I'm not that heavily invested like that. Yeah. But let the record show that you listen to the new Eminem album. That's fine. Uh, for about three songs. Switch that off. I appreciate your time, Mr. Vans. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming. We'll get out of here. Hey, man. Unfortunately, I have to listen to certain things in it to talk about. Okay. Journalist Vans. <laughs> Researcher Vans. No problem, man. As long as you're doing your job. Oh, as always, a good, honest conversation never hurt anybody. Yes. If you agree with some of our points, let us know how you feel about body positivity. Are you too fat to be beautiful? Talk to us about the rated awards. Are you too fat to tweet. Too fat to tweet. Wow. Chill out, man. You might get tired, man. Yeah. Hashtag off the cuff pod. Come on. Make sure you interact with us. Um, if you've got any questions, topics, dilemmas, email them into off the cuff24 at hotmail.com. You can follow us. Um, on the Twitter, which is off the cuff pod, and mm-hmm. Instagram also individually, false forever on the Twitter, Mr. and Van Seven, Mr. Van Seven on the, on the Instagram and the Twitter. Yes, and uh, thank you for listening, guys. Peace.